Hey, welcome to the Level Up Girl podcast. We pray that today's message bless you. Let's level up, girl. Welcome, ladies. It is Level Up Global Time. Welcome, welcome to your wonderful podcast. We have missed you so much. I am your host, Pastor Lucy. And I'm your co-host, Bonnie Plaza. Hey, it is party time. This is our kickoff party. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Go ahead and tag somebody um, that needs to listen to a word tonight. We are coming back. Thank you, sis. Uh, Claudia and Alexandria, they are first on deck. What's going on? I want to say hello to each and every one of you beautiful and wonderful ladies. This is our kickoff party, and we are so excited. We are super excited. We missed you so much. Listen, sometimes you don't know what you have until you're you're missing it, right? right. (laughs) And so we, we were missing you guys so much. And let me tell you, sometimes even when you're trying to do something, you will get these obstacles. We were supposed to do uh, our live last week, right? Mm -hmm. And the week before that, we got struck with COVID. And so we had to stay quarantined. We had to go through a whole mess of uh, ropes that we had to jump through. But listen, ladies, we are here and we are thankful to God for seeing us through. Won't he do it? Amen. Come on. Listen, Mm. he doing it, all right? (laughs) Listen. (laughs) We are having a party. This is your show, our show, Level Up Girl. Girl. We are back with season four. I know you missed us because we we missed you. And we want to thank each and every one of you that are on here live. Ladies, this is a party. We're going to be having raffles, giveaways. So don't you go nowhere. Invite your friends, your girlfriends, your mother-in-law, daughter-in-law. Best friend, right. somebody else's friend. Your bestie, your cousin, your cousin's cousin. Hey, your neighbors, your coworkers. Mom. You have a <laughs> slew of people that you are attached to, that you can be a witness to. Yes. Ladies, it is it is just an honor and a privilege to be with you ladies tonight. I know that you guys are seeing some different things that we've been working on. And uh, we want to just let you know that we've been busy bees. We've been working behind the scenes, Absolutely. doing all kinds of things. We had this wonderful... Uh, event at our church by Heels and Tiaras. Our sister evangelist Claudia Morales was in the house. Yes, she was. It, it went down. Listen, mm-hmm. for those of you that missed it, it went down. We had such an amazing time. Worship and the word was amazing. We had such a great time. So, you know, we have been working on a couple of things that we're going to be letting you know. Um, those of you that are watching on Instagram, you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, you name it, that's where we are. Listen, God has opened doors for us to just expand. And we are just so grateful to the Lord for what he's been doing. We want to give a shout out to our faith squad. Yes, where is the faith squad Where tonight? is the faith squad, somebody? Come on. Come on, come on. <laughs> Listen, if you want to qualify for our giveaways, you have to start sharing. I want you yes, to write everybody's name down on the comment. Invite somebody. Share it on your live. Do a watch party. I don't know. Continue to share, 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 share. Because the more we share the more giveaways we're going to be doing tonight. It is our kickoff party, so we're going to be having fun. We are. Amen. So uh, we want to thank the Faith Squad. We also want to thank the Dream Team. Lynette is in the house, and we thank you guys for always tuning in and always chipping in and helping out Mm -hmm. all those ladies that shared um, the uh, invitation, the flyer. Ladies, thank you so much. 
you know, uh, we couldn't do this without you. You really hold us down and we are super happy um, that you can join us tonight. So continue to share even while we're talking. Um, we have our uh, Level Up Girl Global uh, Facebook page and Instagram page. If you have not uh, subscribed or followed, go ahead and look us up on Facebook, Level Up Girl Global uh, and Instagram and go ahead and, and follow us and subscribe. Um, that way you are in tune with all that we are doing. So go ahead and, and uh, continue to share while we are uh, talking a little bit about this. Now, for those of you that are listening to us via podcast, those that are going to be watching on the replay, we are super happy that you have joined us, that you have chosen to listen to us, even maybe while you're going to work, maybe while you're in the gym, maybe while you're doing something else around the house, cleaning, whatever that is. Uh, we are also on every major platform that you listen to your podcast. So go ahead and, and look us up in Google Play and Apple. Uh, we're also on Spotify, uh, Anchor. You can go ahead and just look us up, Level Up Girl. Uh, podcast and you can find us there. So uh, make sure that you tune out, uh, tune into that. The other thing that I wanted to say is that uh, we've been busy with a masterclass. For those of you that saw the flyer uh, back in the summer, uh, we were uh, advertising a, a beautiful and wonderful masterclass. It's called By the Renewal of Your Mind, where we study uh, uh, one of the books of, of Joyce Myers, mm -hmm. The Battlefield of the Mind, where we're talking about how to renew your mind mm -hmm. through the word of God. We are uh, proximating, uh, I think it's uh, class seven, so we're almost done. Um, it will be available. We're getting together with our production team. We're going to be making it available for you ladies uh, later on to go ahead and, and uh, uh, purchase it. Uh, so we will have it on the website soon. As soon as we finish the classes live, uh, we will have production on it and you'll be able to download the videos, take notes, take your time going through the material. Let me tell you something. I don't know about you, but it has changed my life forever. Absolutely. I've read that book about four or five times, and this time something happened. Yeah. Come on, Fanny, tell it, us about it's it. It's just because it's so different when you actually, you know, read something and have to intake it and digest it. It's different than just reading through something and, and you know, just going to the next chapter. And I think that too many times we do that too mm. often and we miss out on the meat of, of a message the, of what somebody is trying to, to explain, right? Or something mm -hmm. that we can apply to our lives and we miss it. And so this time around, we have literally been diving in. And although it's an extensive class because we're doing three chapters at a time. At a time, yeah. It, that, that book... I'm saying, like, you can read that book more than once. You definitely could. I think every chapter, you can just, like, rest there yes. and take all those those nuggets, those keys, and just, uh, you know, learn, go deeper. I think that even practicing one chapter a month is is, yeah. is not even enough time. Exactly. Because there's so much to gain from it. Uh, we want to say hello to the ladies that are joining us. We have Christina, Jennifer, Alexandra. Uh, Magali, all the way from New York, uh, Leanne, we have, who else? We have Milagros. Milagros, we'll talk later about uh, coming to your church uh, to uh, give a word. Um, we'll inbox each other later. Uh, Karen Santiago, we have so many beautiful ladies. We have some ladies on Instagram as well. Maria, God bless you. Uh, anybody else? Isabel, we have my cousin Millie from uh, New Jersey. Uh, we have so many beautiful women that are joining us. Go ahead and continue to share this, lady. 
ladies, we have a wonderful message uh, titled My Sister's Keeper, which we're going to be uh, concentrating on in this season. Last season was I'm a whole woman. And we went through so many wonderful, beautiful things that a whole woman entails or carries. Um, this season, we're going to talk about that we are our sister's mm -hmm. keeper. It is very important um, because this is what Level Up Girl is all about. And we're going to unpack that in a little bit. Uh, Maria says she's watching from Brooklyn. What's okay. going on? Brooklyn all the, the way house. in Brooklyn in the house. That's right. <laughs> and so we just want to say thank you uh, to all those beautiful women. Now, listen, fall is in, uh, we're in that fall mood that yep. has sugar and spice That's and right. all that pumpkin lattes, spice. come on, pumpkin spice. <laughs> and so we will not disappoint. We are going to be unleashing and, and bringing out um, or revamping our, um, our new merchandise, yes. which is our fall um, t-shirts mm -hmm. and hoodies. We're going to be having some nice uh, um, sweaters mm -hmm. uh, to go with the nice little cool air that's about to, to hit us, right? So we will be releasing that very soon. You'll see our new merchandise up in the website. If you have not subscribed to our emailing list, go to www.lhm1.org and go ahead and subscribe to the emailing list. That way you can stay abreast of everything that we are doing. Amen. I want you to talk to them about our conference. Come oh, on, yes. sister girl. But wait a yes, minute. Yes. Wait a minute. Hold up, hold up. We got to celebrate. I wish these made oh, some God. noise or something because I'm like. I didn't want to be too rowdy. Too rowdy? Yeah. Okay. We, anyway, <laughs> the conference, ladies. You know, God has allowed us to be able to, to, to birth level up girl, to be able to bless other women, right? And, you know, he's been speaking a lot about what he's going to do through this platform and through this ministry. And we are believing every word. He's saying, whatever you're looking at, wherever your feet are stepping in, girl, I'm giving that to you. Come on. And I don't know about you, but our faith is, is we on some crazy stuff. Like crazy we got faith. crazy faith, right? <laughs> right? Exactly. And so, I mean, when God gives you something, right? How, and you, it's something that you've probably never done before. So you're, you're like walking on new land and you're like, God, I don't know where you're taking me, what you're doing, but I'm trusting your word. And I think that that's where level up girl heading right now. That's right. And one of the things that God has, you know, spoken to us is just go, just go, go do it. And so we are getting ready to put together a conference. It'll be in 2022. Come on, we somebody. We don't have all the details mm. yet, but we are just yes. prophesying in the name yes. of Jesus that that thing is going to come to yes. pass. It is going to be uh, early summer of 2022. Uh, we will be giving you guys a little bit more information as we uh, go ahead. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be telling you the place is uh, definitely going to be uh, in Tampa. Uh, we're going to be joining forces with some other ministry, powerful ministries, um, like my sister, Claudia Morales, yeah. um, and some <laughs> other beautiful women that we have met along the way that God has connected us, uh, godly uh, connections, right? Because yeah. that is what we're asking God for. And so we're going to be, uh, uh, unleashing this conference in summer 2022, Lord willing, uh, we'll be putting everything together throughout the year or the rest of this year so that we can be able to uh, bring that conference to you. You'll have enough time to book your flights, to take That's a right. road trip. I don't know. Uh, book <laughs> your tickets, book your hotel, and come down to Tampa for the summer of 2022. We are so happy that you ladies are joining us. We have Saran. We have Nanette from New York. D from Atlanta. Come on, somebody. 
We have so many beautiful women that are just joining us. Uh, so we like to say welcome to all you beautiful women. Now, all the ladies that have been asking us how you can partner up and help us expand this wonderful thing that God has given us. Um, you can go ahead and partner with us by sowing a seed into uh, it, the cash app is going to be money sign Pastor Luz. Uh, We're going to be making one specifically for Level Up Girl, but you can also go to the website and use a PayPal account. Uh, we will be uh, doing it through there as well. So uh, you can partner up by, by doing that, going to our website. Now, what is the purpose of our podcast? The purpose of the podcast is to be to others what we did not have. Mm. Listen, <laughs> listen, this is why I think when we were looking at what our next season was going to be, mm. when I looked at it and I, I get chills just saying it, when I looked at be to others what we needed when we were going through our storm, I said, that is being my sister's keeper. And so we're going to unpack this for you, ladies. You're going to see how awesome it is to be to others what you needed. Listen, it's okay that nobody was there when you needed it. I'm going to tell you why. Because the Bible says that those that minister, God himself will minister to them. Come on, somebody. So when you are a minister of God, those women that are in ministry, and they're always giving, and they're always pouring out. Let me tell you, the Bible is very specific that God will become bread for you. My God. And what? so when God becomes bread for you, that you can pour out into somebody else. And this is why it was so important to come out with this uh, 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 season, my sister's keeper. Before we get into unpacking this and why we're here, I want to do a raffle because this this is Let's this is going to get good. So we're going to pick somebody random from the names that we have here. Just going to pick somebody and we're going to give our first raffle. What is our first raffle first and foremost? Come on, somebody. Our first raffle is... Come on. Mm. Whoever likes coffee. Yeah. Who likes like, coffee? Who likes... You got to raise your yeah, hand raise, if you like coffee. Raise your hand. We'll pick one of you. <laughs> if you like coffee, this is a $15 gift card yes. from Dunkin' Donuts. Let me tell you something. I love Starbucks, and there's a couple of girls here that like some Starbucks, but I'm a Dunkin' Donuts kind of girl. <laughs> I know there's some bougie sisters yep. in here that love their... Starbucks, and we got one of those too. We got one of those too. We, we got one we of those too. We ain't discriminating, <laughs> but I'm a Dunkin' Donuts kind of girl, and so I like that. Let me see everybody. Anybody that raises up their hands, we're gonna pick somebody from from the ones that raise up their hands. So yes. when you start seeing all those little hands going up, we're gonna pick somebody, uh, and then you'll inbox us your address, and we will send you the the gift card. We have a few of them, so we're gonna ask you to continue to share. Make sure that we yes. are up there. Because the word that we have for you tonight, it is a word that comes straight from God's heart. So go ahead and continue to share, raise up your hands, and pick somebody, girlfriend. Yes, Come listen, on. Listen, I need you girls to tag people. Yes, tag, people tag somebody. You can share it, but we would appreciate if you start just tagging women that you think that will benefit off of this, uh, the word, or, yes. you know, being a sister's keeper. That's right. Amen. All right, go ahead, girl. We got some people here. Come so on. I am going to go with. Mm, um, come on, drum roll, please. I'm going to go with Nanette Santiago. All right, somebody. <laughs> all the way from New York, Nanette Santiago. You got a $15 Dunkin' Donuts uh, gift card. Go ahead and send us your address. Inbox me or Fani, your address, and we will send it out to you. Right, Nanette, there. So we do not forget. Here is the pen. That way, Nanette 
can drink her Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Come on, somebody. Continue to share because the more people we have, the more we're going to have some raffles and some uh, different goodies that we're going to be sharing with you. So like uh, Fadi said, the purpose of this podcast is to be to others what we needed uh, when we were going through our wilderness. What does that even mean? Listen, there were times, there were times that I was just in such a horrible place where I was in depression, where, where I was in anxiety, and I didn't know who to call. I didn't ha I didn't want to burden anybody. Mm. I, I felt like, you know what? Everybody has their own problems. Yeah. You know, uh, who's going to want to mm. hear my problem? And so, you know, there was not a lot of people saying, hey, I'm here for you. Yep. I'm here for you. I had one or two people. I had one or two people, and I, at that moment, uh, one of those uh, people were my pastors. Mm -hmm. She she was always there for me, and I think that uh, even even now, when I think back, it just brings you know those those warm and fuzzy uh, uh, thoughts of somebody that was a warrior that was next to me that prayed me through, that saw me going through these things, and and stood beside me and helped me down. Yeah. That is a sister's keeper, yes. and I think that that's one of the things that level up girl. Uh, came into existence mm -hmm, for. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we want to continue to to pour to others. And so that others can, can then have the same mentality because it's in previous episodes, Pastor Lucy, you know, speaks about how us women, we can be a little catty sometimes. Mm. Right. And it's just like, Oh, you know, I, I'm going through some stuff, but I'm not going to tell nobody because people are just quick to be judgmental mm -hmm. or they'll go and mm -hmm. talk to somebody else about what I'm going through. So it's hard for you to trust, but I think that in the kingdom of God, things need to change, mm, you know, right. and we have to have a different mindset Come on. And, and be able to help other people. Like there's nothing wrong with being transparent about what you've been through. Come on. Even as a woman of God, what you're, what you may be experiencing right now or yep. be going through, because there's sometimes there's things that we don't want to share because we feel like we'll be judged even in the kingdom of Ooh, God. My God. And I think that we that's need true. to, we need to not be so quick to try to judge somebody mm. and say, you know what? I want to help you get through this. You know? Listen, listen, our sister D says, feeling lonely, even if you're not alone. You know how many years I was surrounded by hundreds of people and I still felt alone and I still mm. felt like I was depressed. I still felt like I was not loved, that I was left behind, that I was rejected. There was so many moments that I felt like that, even surrounded by so many people, even being told that I was loved, mm. right? Because yep. yeah, there, there is a mentality that comes with that wilderness that you're going yep. through. And, and we were talking about that yesterday in the masterclass, how, you know, uh, the reason that God allowed these Israel likes to travel through the wilderness was because he was trying to take this wilderness mentality out of their mind. He was trying to prepare them to enter into the promised land. And many times we have wilderness mentalities that God has to get rid of. And that's why we would feel alone, even in a room full of people. Because our minds are lonely, because our minds are in, in the wrong place. They haven't accepted the giftings of God, the embrace of God. So Level Up Girl uh, is here to be to others what we needed when we were going through our desert. It's also to help assess our, uh, the damage, yep. not only to assess the damage where you lie, but also to take action, to mm -hmm. move, to understand that there's something new that God is doing, that you can embrace the new that God has for you. So, you know, that's part of what the, uh, um, the thought process of Level Up Girl is all about. Um, 
I'm going to ask you that if you're here for the first time, mm -hmm. let us know where you're watching from yes. so we can give you a shout out. We love newbies, people that are here for the first time. We love you, ladies. We are super happy that you can join us. If this is your first time, please let us know so we can uh, give you a shout out. Uh, wherever you are, let us know also where you are uh, yes. watching from. And for the, the ladies that may be new, we have a couple prizes. So if you tag somebody in the comments onto this video right now, we will be picking more winners for tonight's uh, a raffle. So just if you're new, tag other women because I promise you, you're today will not disappoint. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Level Up Girl is comprised of uh, four different segments mm -hmm. because we like to keep it interesting. We like to keep it, you know, on, on the run. So we have a couple of different segments. That way we don't stay on one segment way too long so it's comprised let us know quickly what those four segments are all about yeah so first is we speak on entanglements which are either scenarios or situations that we may find ourselves in whether it's mental emotional or spiritual anything that has you caught up um the next segment is level up it's just the wake-up call where we speak on listen it's time to wake up and leave the past behind and be able to start moving forward without having to carry baggage into mm. your next season. Come on. Um, and then we are women of faith. So we apply the word. And so we bring forth uh, the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the by the word of That's God. That's right. And so Amen. we declare and speak the word of God here on this show. Um, and then lastly, I'm sorry, Pastor, did you have something? No, go ahead. Okay, lastly is affirmations where we just, you know, speak the word and we affirm ourselves based off what the word of God says. Amen. So those are the four segments. We go in deeper. Every week is a different entanglement. Every week uh, we come up with a different uh, a verse of the Bible. We unpack it uh, uh, based on the entanglement. And then we end up with affirmations, declaring a word of life over each and every one of you. This season is going to be a little different because this season we're going to have guests on our show for the first time. This is uh, season four. And so we're going to be having some women of God that we're going to uh, ask to join us uh, where we're going to be talking and unpacking different entanglements uh, under uh, my sister's keeper. So uh, stay tuned for that. We're going to get into uh, what season four is all about, which yes. is my sister's keeper. So throughout the next 10 or nine episodes that we're going to be talking about, which is one season, we're going to be unpacking what it is to be my sister's keeper. And so this is based off of Genesis 4, 9. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and look that up. I want to say uh, uh, or give a shout out to the ladies that are watching for the first time. We have somebody from the Bronx. God bless you. Uh, we thank you so much for joining us on Instagram. Uh, continue to share. Continue to write people's name down. If you're on Instagram, we will be picking somebody from Instagram as yes. well. So go ahead and continue to share, share, share. I see so many beautiful women just tagging their friends and and uh, family, and it's wonderful that you care enough for them that you want them to hear the word of God. Genesis 4, 9, uh, the Bible says, Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? Could you imagine such a story? Mm -hmm. Could you imagine 
what this would have been like. Uh, all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. And this man goes into this ravaged rage of, of murdering his own brother. And once he has done the crime, once he has committed the murder, God is calling him into account. Mm -hmm. And he says to him, where is your brother? Now, is it because God doesn't know where mm -hmm. Abel was? No, 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 no. God knows it all. He is a sovereign God. But he was asking him because he was telling him, listen, I know what you did. I know what you did, but I want you to know that I know what you did and I'm going to call you into account. And so he says to him, where is your brother Abel? And his response is so spicy because sometimes we, we just some kind of spicy out there. <laughs> sometimes we just reckless. I don't know about you, sis. I don't know about you, but sometimes we're just reckless in the way we live and the way we respond to people. Uh, the culture that we're living in now is the type of culture that you say one little thing and it is an all out war. Oh yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I ain't even messing with y'all. I ain't even met. No, no, that that's, that's way beyond my anointing. I, I don't have enough anointing to be dealing with some of you folks. <laughs> Let me tell, I'm just going to keep it real. And so sometimes I, I might just want to do, you know what? I ain't even see your comment. We good. Keep you know, moving. I'm going to keep it moving because people get spicy and, and Cain was not the exception. He got spicy with God. He said, what do I look like to you? Am I going to be keeping tabs on my brother? You know, what are you asking me for? In other words, but before you go judging Cain, because we love judging people, that is the easiest thing to do. It is easy to look at somebody else's mistakes. It is easy to point out what somebody else did wrong mm -hmm. and Come say mm, child if i was you i would have done it another way a different yeah. way until mm -hmm. it happens to you <laughs> and then your blood starts flowing and you're not thinking rational no more right come on, come on. We love looking at other people's flaws and, uh, and mm -hmm. mistakes. And, and even when we read the Bible, we have that notion. We look at a Peter and say, oh, what? He took, he took a sword and he, and he cut that guy's ear off. Listen, you know how many ears you've been cutting? But because we don't, we don't look at it that way, right? Because when we talk about our brothers or our sisters and, and we act certain foolish ways, because yeah. we do, the way we react to things, that's cutting people's ears. That's yeah. cutting people's yeah. heads off. So you don't talk to me like that, right? We, we get spicy real quick. And so before you go judging Cain, let us reflect on our own lives. Um, this is what the entanglement is all about tonight. We're going to be unpacking what we will be talking about the next couple of weeks and what does being my sister's keeper entail. Mm -hmm. So before you go judging Cain, how many times have you secretly, I'm going to ask you this, you're going to be transparent. This is the moment of truth. Maybe there is nobody there where you're at. Maybe you in your home. Maybe you're driving from work. Maybe you're in your bedroom. You're, you're in a quiet place. You don't got to tell nobody what we're talking about. Okay. But how many times have you secretly been jealous of what God is doing with your sister and not you? Because we're real quick to judge Cain, but when it comes to judging us and looking ourselves in the mirror and saying, hmm, if I analyze myself, how many times have I scrolled through Facebook and I see what my sister is doing in Atlanta and I see what my sister's doing in New York and mm -hmm. I see what my sister's doing in New Jersey and, and I see my other sister in Florida and I see my other sister in Texas and I'm looking at them and I'm saying, why her and not me? Oof. 
Sometimes you don't even got to go that far. You walk in your church. Mm. And mm. see how God elevates one and, and you're still, Ooh. what about me, God? You know? Exactly. And it's something that we do all the time. And listen, we're not sitting up here in a pedestal, although we're on stools. We're a little, we're, we're a little <laughs> high right now. But in our heart, we're not that high. Listen to what I'm telling you. There are many times that we will sit on a pedestal looking at other people and saying, but I've been working hard. Mm -hmm. But you called me too, God. But you said you were going to do it with me. Why are you doing it with her first? And many of this is not conversations that we, we don't even dare utter those things. But we think them in our minds. Yeah. Mm. But we've contemplated it in our hearts. And you don't got to tell nobody because God doesn't need you to open up your mouth to know what's in your heart. I might need you to speak. I might need you to tell me. But God doesn't need you to tell him what you're thinking in your heart. But we are quick to judge Cain and say, Huh. Well, what am I, my brother's keeper? Am I my sister's keeper? Well, what do I have to do with so-and-so? And we're real quick to judge them. But when it comes to looking at us and saying, you know what? If I can be real, if I can, can be honest with myself, there has been even like little uh, uh, traces. I think I want to call it even that little traces of a little bit of, like a little bit of yeah. jealousy. Mm -hmm, just, mm -hmm. just a little bit like, Hmm, girl, why, 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 why this gotta be like this? You know, why didn't I get elevated? Why didn't I get invited to that conference? Cause I could preach a mean message. We be doing that. And the thing with this is, is that we think that it's not this way because we are Christian, because we're in church, mm. because we've been saved by the blood of the lamb and we get real spiritual. Yeah. But when it comes to looking at other people and saying, you know what, maybe uh, I don't know what she's been through. Maybe she's gone through more tests than mm. I have. Maybe she's passed the test that God has given her. Maybe God has prepared her way longer than he's been preparing me. Maybe I've been stuck on some of my processes. Ooh. Maybe I've been rejecting the process. Maybe I've been forfeiting my process because it's too much. <laughs> it's too quick. And I don't know why God chose to elevate another sister, but isn't it true that sometimes we might look secretly at others without uttering a word and pass judgment? Listen. Mm. My God. That. Yeah, we definitely do that way too often. And sometimes, you, you know what? I think something that we need to consider is that God's timing for everybody is different. That's right. You cannot look at somebody and say, oh, you know, I've been... I've been doing ministry for such and such, you know, amount time, of time. Yeah. And this person just came and God is just elevating this person mm -hmm. or wh whatever the situation may be. Like, you just need to understand that God processes everybody differently. Right. God has, there's something called the Kairos moment, right? Mm. Everybody has or experiences their Kairos moment. Mm. And so we cannot sit here and expect to tap into some somebody else's Kairos when mm -hmm. yours is not here yet, right? That's right. That's right. And so what about uh, the sisters or what about us when we maybe wish that our sister might not be successful or something? Maybe you have a sister that is going to, uh, I don't know, do a service or maybe do a conference or maybe do something special for the Lord. Maybe she wants to start a Bible study. Uh, maybe she wants to start a woman's group. And all of a sudden you're like saying, well, huh, 
who does she think she is? Like, mm-hmm. I, I started my Bible study a long time before uh, uh, so-and-so did it. And who does she think? She, she thinks she's ready mm-hmm. for this? And you almost wish that it was not successful so that you can continue to shine in your own light. Like, you feel like mm-hmm. your sister's going to rob you of your limelight, rob you of your platform, rob you of what God is doing in your life. I love it when, when my sister, uh, Claudia, says, you know what, stay in your lane, I'm yeah. going to stay in mine. Yeah. And and it is wonderful when we understand that because if you understand that everybody has a different lane, if you understand that everybody has what God has ordained, separate fingerprints for yes. what God has called them to do, you will understand that, you know what, nobody's like you. It doesn't matter if we're both teaching the same thing. We are two different vessels and you're going to shine in your own light Mm -hmm. and I'm going to shine in mine. We have to understand that maybe sometimes we're acting like Cain. What about how many times have you Mm -hmm. rained on somebody else's parade, on Mm -hmm. somebody else's vision or dream? Because how dare they dream so big? Oh my God, I love this one. I love this one and I, mm. I want to speak on it because I feel like that happens too often. I was I went out to, to dinner with a friend the other day, right? And we, we had this conversation where this person is trying to build up a business, right? And it, this person spoke to other people about potentially being part of it. And um, their, their minds are too small. Mm. You cannot, you can't speak big vision to mm. little minds because they will never grasp it. You know, mm. when you have big visions, you have to surround yourself with people that have the, mm-hmm. the, the capacity, you know, to be able to handle and say, you know what? I believe because my dream is that mm. big or my dream is bigger or whatever the case may be. Right. Mm-hmm. And so too many times we want to speak uh, uh, big visions to small minded people. Oh my God. And they, it will never fit. It will never mm. fit. Imagine a small box. You grab a small box and you try to put a little, a a big basketball in it. It just does not fit. And Mm. this is, this is just a, 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 for you to, to kind of think about it and view that in your mind. Yes, exactly. Process that. It is, it is, it's horrible when you rain on somebody else's vision. Uh, You know, there's, there's one thing that I always do as a pastor. When anybody comes to me to tell me anything, whether they're staying, they're going, they had a, a, a vision. I never question people's connection to God. Mm. I never question when people say, God told me. If you feel that God told you, who am I to go ahead Mm -hmm. and judge what your connection to God is, what your connection to, uh, 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 how you heard God speak to you. And so sometimes uh, I I might dare even say, how dare we rain on somebody's vision Mm. or somebody's dream of what God has uh, revealed to them. I have so many daughters in the faith that God has uh, given them the opportunity to open up businesses. How dare I rain on their parade and say, girl, you, you know what? I don't, I don't think that's going to be good for you. Or, you know, you don't got what it takes or, you know, are you sure you heard from God? Are you sure that was God? I mean, one of the things that we have to understand that everybody has their personal relationship with God. And just because somebody's personal relationship is not like your personal relationship doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Doesn't mean that God didn't speak to them. Doesn't mean that they did not hear from God. And so, you know, sometimes we'll look at somebody and say, well, what, who, who do you think you are? Yeah. That you say you're going to be a millionaire? Mm. Really, dude? You and your, your, your Tampa origins. Right. <laughs> where, where, where'd you grow up? <laughs> mm. 
You you in Jersey in the ghetto part of Jersey and you thinking you're gonna be who what? Barely got a high school diploma. Barely got a high school diploma. You thinking you're gonna be what? You you're you're gonna be an influencer now. <laughs> who you influencing? Cause you ain't even influencing yourself. And we are quick to pass judgment on yeah. people. We are quick to tell people, oh my God, I don't think that the dream that you have is going to come to fruition. Mm -hmm. You have somebody that maybe is living, you know, in, in an apartment and they're saying, you know what, I'm going to own my very own house. And you're looking at them like, girl, you still on section eight. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know how you're going to do it. Because it's not up to you to believe. Listen, one of the episodes that we had uh, a while back was uh, um, little girl, little girl arise. And we were talking about the little girl that uh, was Jairus's daughter. And we talked about how Jesus walked into the room while she was dead, while she was sleeping, right? And we said that when she, he walked into the room, he only allowed a few people. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that there was people crying all over the place. At those times, they would de designate criers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cue in the criers, somebody, because this is what happens to us all the time. We are surrounded by criers. We are surrounded by people that don't have the faith that it takes to birth a thing. And so what happens is that that's why Bonnie was saying, you can't share the vision with just everybody because there's some people, listen, if God was to give them the vision, it would never come into fruition. Mm -hmm. Their faith ain't there. They have not been processed enough. Does it mean that does it mean that they're not good people? Mm -hmm. It might be good people, right. but they, their faith has not been processed as yours has. That's why God gave you the vision. That's right. <laughs> That's why He gave you that baby so you can push it out. And so sometimes we want to make believers out of people. Come on, look at Noah. Could you imagine Noah trying to tell? Listen, I'm building this shit. Listen, and he's saying it's gonna rain from heaven, and everybody's looking at him and saying, uh, "Have you gotten the memo? It has never." ever ever rain from heaven <laughs> and all of a sudden you can see noah trying to you know uh, 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 do a, 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 a vision casting can mm -hmm. you imagine let's have a board meeting people i'm gonna be constructing this ship it's massive because it's gonna rain and god told me and i had a vision when you start like that people think you crazy yeah. they dismiss you right quick mm -hmm. but listen if god gave you the vision if God gave you the dream, it's time for you to push it out. It's time for you to stop allowing others to rain on your parade. Stop trying to get people to jump on your ship to help you because not everybody's going to understand. We have to understand that. That's why Jesus had to kick the criers out. He said, I only want you, you people here. I want the, the parents here because you guys want this more than I do. And so your faith is going to help this situation arise. And that's exactly what happened. So we thank God that uh, when we're analyzing ourselves and instead of going ahead and judging Cain, we are looking at ourselves. Is there any part in us that resembles Cain? Mm. It doesn't got to be all of you, but just a little bit spoils everything. Oh, my God. The Bible says it's the little foxes. The Bible says it's the little foxes that ruined the, the, the vineyard. And so I came to talk to somebody that maybe have just a little bit of cane inside of you. Hmm. Just a little bit. That, that's all you need. Just a little bit of yeast to ruin oh. the whole mass. I don't know who God is talking to. But some of us have to kind of look ourselves in the mirror and say, do I resemble cane just a little bit? Maybe in some situations I get a little salty. 
when I see my sister succeeding and maybe I haven't gotten that book mm. deal, I haven't gotten that that fan base, I haven't gotten those followers, I haven't been invited as much, and, and we start getting salty. Mm. <laughs> That's Cain right there. That's Cain right there. So season four is going to be all about this. It's going to be centralized on this. And so I want to tell you what the word, the Hebrew word keeper, okay? The Hebrew word keeper is a very rich word. It has a, a lot of good, deep meaning. It means to hedge about as with thorns. In other words, to guard, generally to protect and to attend to. Listen to what it says, to hedge about. You know what a hedge is? Like those bushes, mm -hmm. those bushes that have like thorns and they, they kind of protect something there. Yeah. You have hedges and you usually use them for privacy, mm -hmm. for protection. And so a hedge, to hedge about as with thorns, to guard, generally to protect and to attend to. That's what the word keeper in Hebrew means. So if you look at that word and you look at those uh, uh, kind of definitions, and you're saying my sister's keeper, and the keeper is to hedge about, to guard, to generally protect and to attend to. I'm asking you tonight, are you your sister's keeper? Have you been your sister's keeper? Can a sister say that you have been keeping her? My God, I wanna be transparent with you. Listen, I wasn't always saved. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't always saved. Listen, but let me tell you something. If there was something that really got to me when I was younger was when somebody messed with my friends. Listen, you can say what you want about me. You could put dirt on my name. You can come up with everything. I mean, my, my girls up north know you don't be messing with somebody's friend. I, I've always been that type of person that the times that I've ever gotten into physical fights at school or anything like that in grammar school, it was always to defend a friend, <laughs> always, always defending a friend. And I love that about me because now I can use it for, I'm not getting into any fights or anything. I'm just saying, but listen, don't, don't be talking about my friends. Don't be messing with my girls because then mama bear comes out and you don't want to see mama bear. Because we've been using our anointing in different ways, right? So what happens when somebody comes to mess with those that God has entrusted you with? Have you been keeping them? Have you been guarding them? And, and this goes deeper, like guarding their hearts. Listen, I, I, I love this and I want to unpack this because if we don't talk about these things, where are we going to talk about them? On mm. Sunday, I don't have time to be talking about this. Because on Sunday, I'm thus saith the Lord. This yes. is what God has given the people. Receive the manna from heaven. But now in these kinds of talks, I can tell you, how are you guarding your sister's heart? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go deep into this because it happens all the time. When somebody comes to gossip to you about your friend, do you quickly say, Oh, sure. Give me all the information. Unload on me. Tell me everything you want about so-and-so, my friend. And then quickly you go to your friend. You say, girl, you don't know what Becky be talking about you. She said this, 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 and this. Do you know what you just did? Do you know that you just became the agent of the enemy? Mm. Oh, my God. That deserves some, some hands, some clapping, some something. Are you listening to me tonight? That's a get behind me Satan moment. Listen to what I'm <laughs> saying. Because you have become the carrier mm. of the poison.
poison that will kill your sister. Come on. Do you know how bad it hurts when somebody is slandering you? Do you know how bad it hurts when somebody is backstabbing you that you've helped? And then the person that you trust is still friends with the other person. Mm -hmm. And now you're capturing everything. And that person won't come to me to tell me, but you know what? They know who to talk to that will get in my ear, that will deliver the deadly poison, that will strike a blow to me, that will stop me dead in my tracks. Where are the girls tonight? I told you we came deadly tonight. It is a kickoff party. So I don't know. Come on, somebody. You got to celebrate this because this is revelation. Mm. This is revelation. You think you're doing your friend a favor by telling her everything Becky said, but you don't understand that's exactly what the devil wanted you to do. If you are your sister's keeper, unless Becky said she's going to kill Stephanie, I'm going to grab that and I'm going to take it to God. And I'm going to say, God, you better convert Becky before I help her convert. Because she ain't messing with my friend. And a lot of the times we have traps of the enemy and we become carriers of venomous poison. And for ladies who, who have been in situations like that, right? Whenever, like, let, let's say you get into a, 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 I don't know, you have a group of people and a situation like that comes about where you're friends with two people and the other person comes to you and tries to vent to you about the person. How do you shut that down? Because mm. people don't know how to. There may be just people who, who they may not even speak, you know, badly about the friend, but you entertain the conversation Ooh. and that is a problem too. Mm. So how do you shut that down? You know what? You, you, you go to that person and just say, you know what? I, I under, I'm sorry you feel that way. You may want to, you know, reach out to her and kill the conversation. Yeah, mm -hmm. you dead the conversation right there or don't entertain it because mm -hmm. that's what happens too often. Sometimes your intention may not, may not be bad, but because you consider this person your friend and they're, they're wanting to vent to you about your other friend and you don't know how to shut it down, then now you've become... Uh, um, a carrier. Exactly. Not only that, now you become contaminated because now you start, wait a minute. Mm. I, I do remember when that happened. Yeah. She did uh, act that way. I wonder why. And now, you, now you've been injected with a poison that maybe you don't know how to handle instead yeah. of deading a conversation yeah. and squashing it right there and saying, listen, you know what? If you feel that way about so-and-so, why don't we take it to prayer? Yeah. Why don't you have a conversation? Yeah. I'll be in the middle if you mm -hmm. want. We'll talk about this if you feel that way. I think that it's important for us to grow up and mature. We're not in high school anymore, yeah. right? Or we're not in grammar school anymore. This is about the kingdom's business. And sometimes we become enemies of the kingdom. You know, my God. one thing that I love, uh, so, and, and I'll just, I'm going to use you as an example. If there's been a time where I've, I've done something wrong, me and you have sat down and you ha we've had the hard conversations and that's what many people don't like to have the hard conversation like listen you know i just wanted to talk to you because mm. the enemy is trying to get a foothold in this Ooh, area yeah. and i just need to let you know that either this bothered me you know what you said maybe was uncalled for maybe you should do things a little different next mm -hmm. time and you know what it makes me conscious mm -hmm. or it makes the other person conscious of how to move next time wow that's deep. I think that that takes maturity. That takes love. Yes. If I love you, Stephanie, I will sit with you and talk to you about a thing. Mm. 
But if I don't care that you're acting reckless and you're doing all these kinds of things, then you know what? Fine. I'm just going to keep it moving. Yeah. But when you when you love your sisters, when you are your sister's keeper, you also have an investment in them. I don't want that investment to get spoiled because mm -hmm. of this or that. Or if I see that the enemy is trying to move this way. Hey, listen, the enemy might be trying to get in through here. There's a little crack on this door. There's a little crack in this wall. We need to squash this right now. I want you to understand my intention. I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to let you know what my heart looks like so that you know that I know that you know that I love you. Mm -hmm. Because when anything happens out of the platform of love, I think it is more acceptable. Yes. And when you correct the child, and I'll just use a child as an example, right? If I go to my kid and my kid does something wrong and I correct them, I'm not, I mean, how can you hate your child? That's your child. So I'm correcting you in love. And I think that's so many times, maybe people just have not been taught this, you know, that you can sit down and have the hard conversations. And I know that at least for me, I've appreciated that in times where maybe I was wrong and I didn't know mm -hmm. that I was wrong, exactly. you know? I think it's time for another raffle. I don't know oh, about yes. you because this is getting deep. This is getting serious. Mama is sweating. And I think it's time for another raffle. I think we should do the Walmart card. Yes. I don't know if anybody likes Walmart, but you get some good stuff in there. I mean, you can shop. You can one -stop food shop and one-stop shopping. So we have a, uh, what is this? That's the Walmart Okay, $10. so this is a $10 Walmart card. Go ahead, shows, show your hand so that we can pick somebody that raises their hand. Who wants a Walmart card tonight? We are wa wanting to bless you, ladies. Go ahead and continue to share while we're doing this, but raise up your hands and let us know if you are interested in the Walmart card. You can't see it from there, but here mm -hmm. it is. It is a Walmart card, and uh, you can have it for free. I think we should pick somebody for from Instagram this time. We have a couple more, so... Don't get uh, uh, sad because we will be giving out more. So go ahead and pick somebody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Continue to share while she's looking at who she's going to pick. I don't have many people over here. You have some over there. so uh, you Raise your us. hand. I want to know who is watching now. I have uh, three viewers here. So raise your hand if you're still watching. I just want to know who's watching. That way she can pick somebody. Um, and we can give them a $10 Walmart card if you can use one. Uh, let me see somebody just raise your hand and let me know you're watching, raise your hand in the comments, just put your little hands up and let us know, uh, who is watching. Okay. Reach for the moon is watching. Who else is watching in Instagram? Go ahead. Let us know who is watching and who wants the Walmart card. We have some ladies up in there. Uh, we, uh, have some ladies that are, that are raising their hands. We have another one. So keep those hands raised up. We have, uh, two. That have raised up their hands here we have another one that raised up their hands. so you have three uh that raised their hands in instagram go ahead and pick somebody um i can't pronounce that she is in she is in i am her okay, i don't know you are her That's yes you. you're you the winner her. you are the winner <laughs> yes go ahead and send us your uh information <laughs> inbox me uh, at uh, Pastor Lucy Lou, or you can do Fani. Uh, send us your information. She is in, and I am her. I don't know. You tell us what your name is, okay? Uh, congratulations. Uh, you're gonna. She is I, and I am her. Ah, oh, there go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down and, and put her name on the side. So, oh yeah, she. Yes, she, she is, is I, and I am her. <laughs> Lol. Very good. So congratulations, um, ladies. So we're going to go into uh, seven quick 
qualities that we should work on in being a sister's keeper. We're just going to go and touch on the on the subject because we are in a kickoff party and we want to continue to have fun. But I want you to understand how deep this is going to go and how much we can extract from this concept of being our sister's keeper. So we're going to go over seven qualities. And what is the first one, Fanny? The first one is assist. Uh, I'm sorry. Where, where are we? Right here. She is... Um, I'm all over the place, Lord. A sister is not jealous of her sibling's calling. It says here, now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Uh, Cain was jealous of Abel at how the Lord was pleased with his brother. Are we jealous of our sister's achievements? And I think we went through this even at the beginning when yes. we were talking about looking at our sister's achievement. I mean, have you ever looked at a friend, a sister, a cousin, uh, and I've seen this so many times and they've gotten an award at work or they got a promotion or um, at church, they were recognized for their hard work, volunteering. Uh, and all of a sudden we're looking at them with jealousy. We're mm -hmm. looking at them with that kind of secret intention of, you know, well, you know, I work too, or you know what, I deserve a raise too, or, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of cattiness. Yeah. I think that uh, as mature women of God, we have to switch it up. We have to flip the script. We have to stop being that way. Absolutely. Um, I, I remember, you know, there was a time where I wasn't serving the Lord, and that was my mentality. Like, why is everything going wrong for me? Like, why do I see other people always progressing? Why, why do I continue to be in this place? And it would frustrate me, you know. But, of course, coming into this walk with God and just, uh, just seeing how he has changed me like mm -hmm. he has literally had to work with my mindset with old patterns he's had to remove like there has been a change in me that you know doesn't allow me to view people in a way where I'm like oh what you know I don't have that yet I trust in the God mm -hmm. that I serve and I know that everything he has spoken over come my on. life is going to come to pass because he is not a God he I mean he's not a God that should lie come on he's not a man you know, and so I'm just stepping on, uh, I'm just walking it out every season of in this season, God just wants me to be still and, Ooh, you know, a, like a focus on whatever it is that he has me focusing on, then that's exactly what I'm going to do because I know that he knows best, you know, mm. and if my sister is winning in this season and I'm oh, not, I like you know what? Girl, like what can I do for you? Like, oh, I'm yes, proud of you. Like, yes. keep doing, like, hype your people yes, up. Yes. You don't know how much, mm. you know, people are having to do behind the scenes. God will say, listen, I'm going to bless you with this, but it requires work. It requires time. It requires mm. sweat. And sometimes you cry because of the assignment that has been handed to you. Oh, my God. And you love it. You, you know, I'm. don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, God, I'm complaining. This is too much. No, but it comes a time that, you have focused so much on what God is calling you to do that there's times where you're tired and you're drained, right? And so a word of encouragement mm, will lift, up, such will a lift up somebody's spirit. Mm. And you know what? The next time that I have to go, you know, write a sermon or bring a word or do Bible study or minister to somebody, that word that you just gave me carried mm. me that whole season. Mm. Listen, that's that's such an important thing to understand. I was part of a, a virtual conference uh, with our uh, sister evangelist Claudia, uh, where she had a, a, 
somebody that was preaching, mm -hmm. uh, Prophetess Johanny Barreto, which yeah. she's amazing. And she was preaching on, um, I think it was talking about Ruth and talking about um, Naomi. And she was saying this, and I think this stuck with me so much. She said, you know what? Sometimes God is just waiting for you to start celebrating somebody else. That's when he know. sees you being selfless, just celebrating somebody else, you know, pushing them to their max, pushing them so that they can receive their blessing. God is just looking for you to celebrate somebody else. And when he sees you celebrating somebody else at somebody else's business, somebody else's ministry, somebody else's uh, uh, whatever they're doing, achievements, God is going to say, you know what, because you are selfless, because yes. you are doing this out of your heart, because you are all in for your sister, now I'm going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. And I, that stuck with me uh, so deep because sometimes we're waiting for God to do things for us and we're just letting our sisters hang dry. Mm. I won't buy my sisters nothing. That's real. Come on. No support. I, I won't support my sister. If she got a new website and she's selling some t-shirts, well, you know what? My t-shirts are better. I ain't going there. Yep. I got enough t-shirts here. <laughs> Why do I got to buy her t-shirt? Because I need to support my sister. I don't care if she didn't buy from me. I did my job and God took note of that. And that is what we don't understand as believers. It doesn't matter if I'm doing something for Fani and she doesn't reciprocate and she doesn't do it back to me because I sowed into God's soil. And God doesn't pay every Friday, but he does pay. When it's time to get paid, he pays. And he pays good. And he pays good. And so I don't care if she doesn't reciprocate. I didn't do it for that. I, I'm, I'm sowing into God's kingdom. I'm sowing what God has placed in my heart. My turn is coming. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I wish somebody would write that as a hashtag. My turn is coming. Mm. Who's going to be the first, the first one to write it down? I'm giving them the next Come gift on. card. Come on. My, my turn is coming. Somebody, whoever's the first person to write, my turn is coming, gets the, the gift card. Come on, somebody. I don't care where you at. Come my on. turn is coming. Who will be the first one to say, my turn is coming? We're celebrating you right Come now, on. right now. We're celebrating somebody. My turn is coming, Alexandria. <laughs> you got that one, baby. My turn is coming. Somebody that will say, my turn is coming. Ladies, when you are busy celebrating somebody else, standing behind them, helping them push their car, God is going to bless you. Your Amen. turn may be waiting for you to celebrate somebody else. God is saying, if you will only remove yourself and be selfless yes. and stop thinking about yourself and praying only about yourself and forget about you, you worry about my business, I'm going to worry about yours. Ooh. Oof, come on. God has entrusted us with people. God has entrusted us with sisters, a sisterhood of women that we should be in their lives and they are in ours. We have to understand that if God has connected you with other sisters, you are your sister's keeper. You are responsible. The Bible says later on, you know what? That God said the blood of your brother is on your hands. And I want to submit to you today that if you are not keeping your sister, her blood is in your hands. Oh, my God. That was prophetic right there. And I don't know who that's for, but I want you to understand that that is what God is saying. Her blood is in your hands. Why? Because God has entrusted you with her.
send their little message. Don't know what little encouraging messages, how long or how far they go into our lives. Because so busy, because we're so bombarded by the culture and by the things that we're going through. It fatigues us. Mm -hmm. It makes us tired. We, as women, we have so many roles. And that's why I love last season because we were talking about a whole woman. Yeah. We're talking about all the roles that a woman has to, uh, you know, check off. And sometimes, you know what? It gets hard. The single mothers that are watching me, man, my heart goes out to you. I was a single mother for a long time. There was moments I didn't think I was going to make it. And that's where my heart is for you, ladies, because I've been there. I know what it is to go to sleep crying, thinking to myself, Am I going to have to face another day? How am I going to make it tomorrow? And don't I wish that somebody would have said, you know what, mama, I got your groceries this week. I had those people in my life. I had, you know, uh, uh, my landlady. I, I always talk about her because she was a pivotal person in my life. She was an angel that God sent me, a woman that was renting to me by the name of Michelle. And I always have to throw her under the bus. She doesn't like me doing that, but I always do. Because, listen, I owed her almost about six months of rent. I couldn't pay the bills anymore. I was working a, a, a job and I was making enough only to pay child care i had three kids child care so that i can go to work so that i could at least pay for the light mm. that's all i want to work for to pay for the light in my phone because i needed communication and i needed electricity mm. and all of a sudden this woman would buy my my kids clothes for school their uniforms she got the supplies for school listen where are we, man? Are we so deep into our problems that we cannot extend our hands of help to somebody mm -hmm. else? When will you look at your next neighbor or the person next to you and say, mama, you know what? I don't have much, but whatever I have, I'm going to give it. And not just, you know, to get it out of the way. Mm -hmm. Let me know if I can do anything for you. She just told you she has no, no money for yes. gas tomorrow. You don't know how many times I was going to the apartment looking for quarters. Cause we don't like to talk about that now because we made it mm, we, we live in the life of luxury we don't like to talk about when we used to go in our apartment uh, uh, turn every purse that we own to see if we got any quarters because you know why i need at least two dollars of gas to make it to work tomorrow tomorrow's payday so i i just need to make it to tomorrow people don't be talking about those kinds of things and so tonight we're talking about being our sister's keeper. You see your, your, your friend, your sister, your cousin, your whoever struggling. Listen, cash out them $10. Hey, this is, for, this is not a lot, but it'll help you with some gas or get a cup of coffee and think of me that I love you, you know, that I'm thinking about you, that I'm praying for you. You know, it takes intentionality sometimes, you know, that encourage being an encourager is a gift. Mm. It is a gift. And if maybe it's not a gift that you carry, you need to be intentional about, you know, being that believer that sows into other people that helps other people. Because like I said, not everybody has the gift of being an encourager mm -hmm. or a giver. So as, as a believer, right, when God is giving you things or God is prospering you in certain areas where maybe somebody else is lacking. It is your responsibility to care for those that are, you know, it, um, in need or those that may not have much. And it's like Pastor Lucy saying, if you see somebody that, uh, you know, may be struggling, and 
and they're sitting here venting to you. You don't say, you mm -hmm. don't tell them, hey, um, let me know if you need anything. I just poured myself out yes. to you. I don't if I yes. tell you what else I need, I'ma just tell you, give me your check and your house and your car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So exactly. I, I believe that you need to open up your ears to certain people when they're having conversations with you mm, and letting you know. Like letting you know what's going on in their life, whether it be a spiritual attack that they're mm -hmm. going through. Listen, I'm praying for you. Can I call you tonight? Mm -hmm. Let's pray on the phone, girl. We're we going to pray that off for you. You know, if, if you're telling me that, you know, maybe you were out for two weeks because you had COVID and, um, you know, I got kids in the house or something like oh, that. Yes. And a little plate of food, like medicine, it's just a little thing. It's just a little things. I think sometimes we think that we have to do all the, all the, this hoopla and all yeah. this the things you know like you know a uh, uh, big and, and and bad take you on a shopping spree no yeah, yeah. you know just una little comprita just you know yeah. I, i'm i'm going to walmart i'm gonna grab a couple of things what what kind of cereals do your kids like you know listen look at the women next to you you see a uh, for those of you that are married and and maybe you're okay maybe you're not in in, in abundance but you're okay yeah. and you're looking at those single mothers you know uh, uh and you're looking at them and you're saying to yourself you know how can i be of a value to you and and that you know a, a little goes a long, a long way terry god bless you thank terry. you for joining us we miss you <laughs> you know terry moved from from texas all the way to jersey she's oh okay north right now she's gonna be wearing her big hoops well, here in the next better, couple you, months hey you better order some <laughs> some hoop earrings we got some for you amen oh uh god. so ladies you know uh the other mm -hmm. another point is a keeper is a pro uh, protective of her siblings welfare we can look at uh that's the next one uh number three it, uh when you look at david david is so funny and i love so many aspects of david because when when david's father sends him to go give his brothers lunch mm -hmm. he goes to the field he's not a warrior he's not a soldier he's not trained in any of that mm -hmm. but he walks up, up to the field and he sees that this big giant is talking to his brothers and all of a sudden, I, you know, I, I, sometimes I feel like that, you know, like I told you in the beginning, a lot of the fights that I got in was trying to protect my friends. Yeah. Like his blood started to boil. Like you talking to my brothers like that? Who do you think you are? And, and the Bible says that he confronted Goliath and said, you uncircumcised Philistine, <laughs> you talking to my brothers like that? You know, you don't know who we serve. And sometimes, you know, we have to be protective over the people that God has entrusted us with. I always say this to my spiritual children, you know, if if somebody's talking about, bad about your mama, you ain't going to sit there and let nobody badmouth your mama. You can badmouth your mama, but you ain't letting nobody badmouth your mama. So I always tell my spiritual children, you know what? You need to do the same. When people are talking bad about your pastor, when people are, you know, just tearing them apart and you know who they really are, you can't sit there and just up there saying, the same thing happens with your brothers and sisters. You can't sit there and, and just let people vent and, and say all these venomous things about the person that you know to be that it's not true. Mm. You have to change their perspective and say, look, I, I think you're looking at them through the wrong lens. Mm. Because the, the person that you're talking to me about, the person that I know, is the total opposite. That, Come on. That's real. You know, uh, I think that another thing that I want to add on to that is... When you're there, you know, when, when you're, um, close to people, right. You typically can disagree on things, right. You're not always going to be on good terms with this person. I mean, it's not, it's not too extreme to the point where I got to cut you off. Right. But okay. I'm, I'm upset at you for whatever reason. And I'm, 
I have a right to. Like, mm-hmm. you, you have a right to be mad at certain people, right? If mm-hmm. you feel like you were offended or whatever for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But don't be the type of person that sits here and had an issue. Like, if I have an issue with Pastor Lucy, then I want to go to Susie and Maria and Martha and go tell them what was happening between me and her. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? That is a, another foothold that the enemy is taking That's right. to break up those relationships that God is allowing you to have, mm. you know? And I think that we need to That's learn. Right. That's we right. We need to learn how to, you know what? My loyalty is still to, to you. I'm still loyal to our friendship, you know? Enough not to have to go to Maria and Susie and and, and whoever and explain the situation. You know what? Mm. Whenever I'm, con- I'm cool and collecting, I'm going to go have that conversation That's right. with you. Because That's true. this is how, you know, we sever relationships, good relationships. And that's what I was just going to touch on. This is the thing that we, because we want to vent, okay? Because we want to vent and we want, you know, we're always the victim of our stories. Yes. Have you ever heard your stories? We're always, you know, woe is me, you know, they did this wrong to me. You know, they always say that there's three sides to the Mm -hmm. story, your side, their side, and the truth. And so whenever you're telling your story, you're always the victim of your story. Like, you know, they they did me wrong, Mm -hmm. you know, but listen, Sometimes when we're trying to vent, we will damage a relationship that was going to be pivotal to our next season. Mm, love it. Capture it, somebody. There are people that God has placed in our in, in our lives that, yes, maybe they're a little rough around the edges, but God is going to get the glory because you need them in your life. Mm-hmm. You need them in your corner for the next season. And because we can't get past the pettiness, because we can't get past the surface level, sometimes we will sever a relationship that we needed for our next season. My God. I wish you caught that because that was good. That was real good. That was real good. I want to bless a single mother tonight. So I want you to raise up your hand if you are a single mother. Wherever you are, raise up your hand if you're a single mother. We're going to give you the last Walmart card that we have here. If you're a single mother... Go ahead and raise up your hand. We're going to give you a couple of seconds. Any single mothers that are watching, raise up your hands. We have a little gift card. It's not a lot, but hey, it will help you out a little here, a little there. Uh, If you are a single mother, raise up your hand. I want to see the hands of the single mothers, any other single mothers, so that we can pick from the names that are uh, popping up on the screen. Single mothers, don't be ashamed. You're a single mother. You're holding it down, sister, girlfriend. Come on, somebody. All, all the single ladies. Put your hands up. Amen. We have Magali from New York. She gets the uh, last Walmart card. God bless you, Magali. We love you so much. Uh, Please send us your information. We might have it, but just send it again, and we will have that over to you. Uh, Do we have anything else uh, to give away? No, we are all done. Okay. Um, So uh, what else do we have here? Let's see here. Uh, the other one, it says, uh, sisters, keep a pursue peace and build one another up. We've been talking about that mm-hmm. all night. I think that building each other up has a lot to do uh, with, uh, um, you know, just being there. Like Fani was saying, it doesn't take a lot, you know, just a, a little, hey, beautiful, how you doing? Yes. Hey, hon. Hey, gorgeous. What's up? How's your day? Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I'm praying for you and actually praying for them, you know, because we love saying, hey, I'm praying for you, sis, and, and we out. That, that with good intentions but we didn't follow through. Uh, So it's important for us to understand um, that we have to be uh, trying to pursue peace and build one another up. Funny number five. A sister's keeper does not render render evil for evil. Um, Even when Panina targeted Hannah, the 
the latter made sure to release her sorrows in front of the Lord. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. We all know the story about Panina and Hannah. Panina was just popping out babies and Hannah, she could not have a baby. The Bible says that God closed her womb and, and what happened, Panina would rub it in her face all the mm -hmm. time. Don't we have those kind of sisters out there, even in church? Yes, I said it. Even in church, we have people that will shove their blessings in our face. And girl, you don't know. That's why I am not a fan of the uh, uh, the massive posting of everything we get. Yeah, That's why I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of taking pictures around my house. And uh, I think most of the stuff that I, that I post about my house is maybe a sunset. Because yes. I just love sunsets, you know. Um, but you know, Hey, I'm, I'm blessed and highly favored. And you in front of the, the house that God just gave you with your two cars outside yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you sitting like, you know, looking all cute. And, <laughs> I made it. Uh, <laughs> hey, I made it, you know? And a lot of the times we do that. And sometimes it's with a second intention. Yeah. You know, we, we want yeah. to kind of, if you psychologically go deep into why people over post about what they got, mm. it's insecurities. Yeah. Unfortunately. It is, you know, when just posting about everything like, oh, look, this is what I got or this is what my boo gave me all mm -hmm, the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not talking about once in a blue moon. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm OK with celebrating you and and your new purses and your new watches yeah. and, and your new rings. I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to celebrate you. But when it's a constant thing of grabbing attention, it you know, it really speaks volumes about what's mm. going on in in your interior and, and how you are feeling about yourself. Um, but I think that. Uh, uh, Panina, she was trying to rub it in Hannah's face that she could not have kids, but Hannah did not go back and retaliate. The Bible says that she went into the temple and she cried before God. And she says, I am bitter. I need you to do something. Mm. I, I, I'm not going to pay her evil for evil, a tooth for a tooth. A, you know, I'm not going to do that. I, I want you to bless me, but I want it when you want to bless me. I want it in your time. I just want you to know that I'm feeling a certain kind of way. Yeah, I'm feeling yeah, a little yeah. salty because she's having all the kids and I'm feeling less than, but she went to God. I love, I love what you're saying about, um, it was Hannah, right? Mm -hmm. Hannah. I love what you're saying about Hannah because, you know, yes, there are going to be times where you do feel some type of way about a situation. It's not to the point where you're like, man, I hate my sister. No, I'm, I'm happy for you. But God, I'm a little bothered and it's okay to go to God and have those conversations. You mm -hmm. don't have to call everybody in their mom, mm -hmm. you know, but I love that as she was pouring out her heart to God and, and telling him what she was going through, how she was feeling and what she wanted, God mm -hmm. came through right? right in her timing. And it's like what you said mm -hmm. in, uh, previously, mm -hmm. how That's God right. is going to bless you when it's your turn, whenever your heart is right, when you're coming to him with, with a, uh, the right heart. That's right. Yeah. And then lastly, we're going to finish off with number seven. Uh, go ahead, Bonnie. What is that one? A sister's keeper prays, carries burdens, and intercedes daily for her loved ones. Listen, if you are not praying for your loved ones, if you are not praying for the people that God has beside you, then what you know? What are you adding to them? There's a, a quote that I wanted to share with you because I, I think that it's so important. And it's by Albert Einstein. He was one of the greatest scientists of all ages. And he said this, try not to become a man of success, but rather try to become a man of value. Well, a man of success takes more from life than he gives it. And the man of value gives more than he takes. 
I don't know if you understand the quote, but the, uh, in a nutshell, what it's saying is that a man that tries to be successful is always trying to reach these goals, trying to reach, you know, the pinnacle of success, of, of getting to the place that, that they have jotted mm -hmm. down, the dreams, uh, you know, what, whatever it is, right? The vision. He's always going to be taking to be able to get up there, right? But a person that wants to be valuable is always going to be pouring. They're always going to be giving more than what they take. A person of success is going to take more than what mm. they give. A person of value is going to add value. So in order to add value, you got to pour, you got to give. And so tonight, you know, we want to challenge you with that thought that, you know what, we have to be that person that prays for our sister. In order to be our sister's keeper, you know what, you you are part of the faith squad. We wanted to build a community where you can look at each other and say, you know what, I, I, I want to also help you carry your burden. Yes. What do you need me to pray for? Ladies, feel free to go into the faith squad and, and one day just go crazy and say, hey, can I pray for anybody? Mm -hmm. Is there any prayer uh, 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 petitions? Is there any prayer requests? that I can go to the Lord in prayer. This is how we become our sister's keeper. Pray for us because we're in the front line. Bringing this to you costs us a lot. I'm talking about, we, you know, the devil throws even the kitchen sink at us. Yeah. I mean, you can tell we wanted to start last week and we couldn't even do that. As soon as we we went ahead and 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 said, hey, we back. We the back. devil's like, no, you ain't back. <laughs> I'm going to throw a wrench in there. You ain't mm -hmm. back. So, you know, cover us in prayer, cover each other in prayer, you know, hold some people down on your knees. Yes. Don't make your prayers only about yourself. This is how we become our sister's keeper. And then lastly, I want to add this because it's so important for us to understand. I had the privilege and the honor uh, to be at uh, my daughter-in-law's uh, bedside when she was giving birth. And, um, you know, I, I have three kids of my own, so I've always been on the other side of the bed, you know, pushing. This time I was, you know, helping somebody in labor, which was a first for me. And I want to tell you that it was so hard because she was literally in labor for three hours. I'm talking about active labor, like pushing for three hours. I don't know how she didn't drop dead. I would have dropped dead after the first hour. Um, but she was pushing for three hours. Now, why do I want to bring this to you? Because some of us have dreams. Some of us have, have visions. Some of us have things that God has given us, plans, strategic things that God has asked us to do. And we're, we are like that girl on the uh, birthing table. And sometimes we have people. Can you imagine somebody, if I would have been there and after the first hour, I was like, girl, you're going to have to do this by yourself because I'm tired. And here she is pushing and doing the very best that she can do, taking in the breaths and exhaling and pushing when they tell her to push. And I'm there next to her, helping her, maybe propping her legs up or saying, come on, uh, push, 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 uh, take a deep breath. Okay, push, push, push. You know, and this is me as a coach. Could you imagine halfway through that pushing an hour, hour and a half, say, you know what, girl, you, you on your own. I, I ain't helping you push no more. And some of us are doing that to our sisters. Ooh. Some of us are sitting next to them, standing next to them while they're in labor. And I feel God to tell you this. Some of you are trying to push out the vision, to push out the ministry, to push out that woman's group that you're trying to do, that book club that you wanted to start, that business that you wanted to start. And God put ladies next to you. And instead of you standing there and saying, 
I'm going to help you during this. I'm going to coach you during the pushing. I'm going to tell you because the pain is so hard when you're pushing mm -hmm. that you don't even know when the next contraction comes. Ooh, that's a word for somebody. If you've ever given birth to a baby, the pain gets so excruciating. If you don't have an epidural, okay? I, I did all, all three of mine. Listen, if you don't have that, that thing to numb the pain and you're feeling that pain, you don't even know when the contractions are coming. They're overlaying each other. You don't even know where you are. All you see is a bright light. You think you you done gone home with the Lord because there's a bright light and you just in pain. And all of a sudden, we're supposed to be helping other people push and we stop halfway through the pushing and say, this is too much. This is your dream, not mine. This is your vision, not mine. It's your baby. That, that's your baby. That's your ministry. Mm -hmm. God called you to do it. But let me tell you, there is a recompense for a sister that will stand by another sister and help her in the pushing and say, Mama, you got this. I remember that at the, at the, the I had left church. It was a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Listen, they set me, they done set me up. They text me. They said, no, you need to be here. You need to help us uh, giving birth. And it was, I said, you better not do it on a Sunday because mama got to preach. And sure enough, it was on a Sunday morning, four or five o'clock in the morning. Mama, we're giving birth. I said, you're going to give birth by yourself because mama got to preach. <laughs> she done waited till I finished preaching. 1.30 in the afternoon, as I was getting out of church, she, she texted me, you better get here because the baby's about to come. I was like, mama, will be there in a minute. Just give me a second. When I get there three hours after I preach, after I work my tail off at church, I was standing there in amniotic fluid all over the place. And it was just mayhem. Three hours into labor. And I told her at the end, because the baby wasn't coming out, I said, you better push, girl. You don't want them to slice you open because I had to get I had to get crazy. I had to get crazy. I said, you, you better push this baby out. But guess what? Sometimes we have to get aggressive with our friends and family with the sisters that God has placed by our side and say, mama, you're so close. Come on, oh God, yes. write that book, mama. You got this. You got this. Come on, you got the next verses. You can preach a mean message. Come on, come on, push it out, push it out. Come on, take a deep breath, okay? I know you got not, the wind knocked out of you. Mm. I know that they, the devil came for you, but you got this because you know what? God has you because if he gave you this dream, he's going to help you. And I'm right here to help you push it out. Come on, count to three. Push, 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 push. And we have to do that with our sisters. That is being a sister's mm. keeper, not just bailing out in the middle of laboring. Oh, my God. In the middle of a labor and delivery. We are here in the middle of the labor and saying, you know what? You've been pushing for way too long. Are you sure you heard from God? <laughs> are you sure there's a baby in there? Because you just might be having indigestion somewhere. Jesus. We start questioning if God even talked to the person, we bail out on them before seeing the stuff come to fruition. Let me tell you, my, my pastor, my old pastor where I came from, she, she had a series and I loved it because she said, you know what? If you did not cry with me in the desert, you are not allowed to dance with me in the promised land. And I love that because it's so important for us to be there when our sisters are going to the wilderness. When, when you know what, when, when we stand next to them, like the people that were helping Noah build the ark. And although we don't see rain and maybe we don't believe it too much because, you know, we've never seen it. Mm -hmm. But you know what, if God gave it to you, sis, 
It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I believe with you. It said if two will agree on any one thing on earth, it shall be done. And sometimes God is just waiting for you to join your faith with somebody else so that he can bring that to pass. But because there's not many of us that will add value to somebody else because we're always thinking about how we can get blessed, how we can get what God promised us, how we can get to the promised land, then maybe God is not activating things because he's waiting for you to mature. Listen, and sometimes if you are a good steward of the people that God has placed by your side, you're going to reap much. God is just waiting for you to be a good steward. Have you been stewarding your sister? Mm. That's powerful. Stewarding is God giving you a responsibility. Mm -hmm. Have you been stewarding your sister? Instead of saying, you know, <laughs> I'm out. Three hours of labor, we good. Are you sure there's a baby in there? Because you know what? Right about now, I'm just kind of like doubting. <laughs> Are you sure that business was from God? Because... You know what? You've been bombarded with a lot of obstacles. Maybe God is trying to talk to you. Better close up shop. Mm. You sure God told you that? You don't have time for that. You, you writing a book? Girl, you want to do it all. You just want to have your hands in everything. What if God is saying to that person, push out the book? I don't care what it looks like. If you have to stay up two, three o'clock in the morning writing that book or doing that devotion or, or doing that live or doing that woman's group. Who are you to question what God has told somebody to do? It is your job to be your sister's keeper and helping them push out and birthing out that vision, that dream. Oh my God. I love that. Super, super powerful pastor. This is why, this is why only a select few go in the room. Mm. This is why my God, when Jesus had to go speak to the little girl and tell her arise, he didn't let everybody in that room. Come right. On. Mm. And, and it should be just that way. When God is talking to you, you get yourself around those people that believe, even when mm. they can't see, because that is what faith is. Believing in something that you cannot see. How can you tell me that you love God or that you believe in the God that you can't see? Mm. My God. My Lord. That is, that's good. That's real good. That is real good. Faith is believing in those things that you can't see. And when you love somebody and you know that God has spoken to them, you know what? You, you say, you know what? I, I may not physically see it. God mm -hmm. did not speak it to me, but mm -hmm. I know that God is, is going to carry mm -hmm. you through. You know, the problem is that people think that these big God dreams happen overnight with a wave of, of a wand. There are seasons that will come and seasons that will go and you will not see the fruition of what God promised you. God is looking for, and I love this because this is a word that you gave me, mm -hmm. the word endurance. Yes. And, I, and I love this because this is not a, a sprint. This is a marathon. This is not, you know, who can get to, to the finish line first. It's who can withstand that marathon. Who can continue mm -hmm. to go around the track until it's time to stop, until it's time to get to the finish line. Where are the women that understand that God dreams, that God visions don't happen overnight with a wave of a wand? And so sometimes we might look at our sister and say, yeah, God spoke to you, but because it didn't happen in one year, it didn't happen in two years, I'm going to bail out. I'm out. Peace out. That's your dream. That's your word, not mine. And we're all uh, gung-ho at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, cheerleaders. Yeah. One week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. We're like, hmm, you sure you heard right? Yeah, because I'm not seeing anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> Could you imagine Elijah 
the servant of Elijah, when the servant of Elijah, uh, Elijah said to him, go out and tell me what you see. And six times he went out and six times he came back. I don't see nothing. Could you imagine him saying, look, oh man, you, you, oh, you see now. You've seen things. Enough is enough. Don't send me over there to see what I don't see. There is nothing out in the sky. There is nothing over the ocean. I don't see anything. You need to stop sending me to go look. But you know what? That was working out the faith of that servant because on the seventh time that Elijah said, you know what? Go and look. He was obedient enough to stick it through. It was endurance. He endured the not seeing so that he can be able to see. Come on, somebody. I hope that has dropped in your spirit. Obedience sometimes will open up our spiritual eyes to see. Could you imagine if he would have said no on the sixth try and he said, I'm not going back. He would have never been able to see mm. that cloud. They were in a drought for three years. They needed that cloud. They needed that rain because they were about to die. And could you imagine six times going back and saying, you know, I don't see nothing, old man. You crazy. But Elijah said, go, go one more time. And on the seventh time, the Bible says that the servant saw a cloud the size of the hand of a man. And he says, the only thing I see is, is a cloud the size of a, 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 a man's hand. And, and Elijah said, that's all we need. Rain is coming. Hey, mm. you better hurry up before the rain comes. Jesus. Come on, somebody. Who is God talking to? Mm. would you stand next to your sister and help her push will you continue to go back and look and see if you see what's going to end the drought oh my god that's some good stuff right there listen ladies this has been our kickoff party and we are super happy come on somebody we are super happy that you joined us tonight we are we have so many goodies for you coming up in this season this season is going to be fun. This season is going to be about you. It's going to be about uh, uh, entanglements and things that we go through as women, that we go through as ministers of God, that you can see in the inner. We're going to be talking to powerful women of God. We're going to be talking about their yes. struggles. We're going to be talking about their comebacks. We're going to be talking about how they made it through. Uh, maybe they went through a divorce mm -hmm. and, and how they felt while they were going through. What kept them keeping on believing? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, so we're going to be talking a lot about that because this season is all about being my sister's keeper. Yeah. I don't know if you enjoyed yourself, but ladies, please share this live with somebody. I know that it has blessed me. Funny, I don't know about you. Amen. It was super powerful. I can't wait for next week. <laughs> Amen. So we're going to let, uh, let you know who we're going to have as guests uh, um, as we uh, get them through the week. And then we will let you know what the entanglements are. Ladies, if you haven't gone shopping, you can do so. www.lhm1.org. Subscribe to our email list. And also go ahead and go shopping. There's a lot of beautiful, wonderful things on there um, that I know you're going to love and you will be helping support the ministry so that you, we can continue to enlarge the territory that God has given us. This has been Pastor Lucy. And Fanny Plaza. In your favorite <laughs> uh, uh, podcast, yes. Level Up Girl. Girl. We will see you next week on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Tell somebody to tell somebody yes. that we're back. And we're here to stay. We have at least an, another nine um, episodes that we're yes. going to be going through. So go ahead and share this with somebody. Subscribe to all our uh, platforms where you listen to your podcast. Pop it in again. Take some notes. Listen up. 
Ladies, we love each and every one of you. We pray that God will continue to bless you and keep you. We declare Psalms 91 over you, that God will hide you in the shadow of the Almighty against any viruses, any sicknesses, any harm, any anything that, that will come to you. We ask God to protect you. You're going in and you're out until we meet again. Ladies, we bless you. Bye-bye till Bye, next ladies. time. Wow, what a powerful message that was. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as we release new episodes every week. And don't forget, it's time to level up, girl. 